I really think that giving people ways to learn about their teammates, even if it's not a two-way conversation, even if it's an interview or them teaching something, really gives people the chance to get to know their teammates without it being in a forced setting revolving around some sort of after-hours activity. Welcome to Want to Work There, a podcast that explores what really makes a company a great place to work. I'm your host, Jill Falska, and together we'll explore not only what goes into building a great company culture, but also exactly how to implement those best practices within your own workplace. If you're here, you believe that a better world of work is possible, and I can't wait to build it together. Let's go. Hello, friends. Welcome back. Today, we are going to continue talking about internal podcasting. Now, I'm assuming you caught the last episode, which was all about sort of the six reasons I really think internal podcasting is the future of internal communications. But if you didn't, definitely go back. I think that's a great place to start in kind of thinking about why? Why internal podcasting? However, if you did listen and you are sold on this concept, which I really hope you are, then I am super excited to dive into today's topic, which is what the heck do you talk about? If you are going to have this podcast, what type of things are you sharing with your company, with your team? And how do you sort of create a structure for those topics so that you have some consistency and what you're creating. Now, before I dive into the five sort of content areas that I think are really helpful to start thinking about early on, I wanted to sort of give a frame of reference. So the way that I'm thinking about this is kind of twofold. So one is with my like head of people hat on with a strong side of internal communications and thinking about what are the type of messages that we want to get out? What are the type of things that we want to talk about? And on the flip side of that, I'm thinking about myself as an employee. So when I've been in roles at companies, what are the types of things I wish I could have turned a podcast episode on about and kind of gotten up to speed on and in the know in? So that's the lens that I've taken for all of the content areas I'm going to talk about today. I also feel the need to say that with internal podcasting, the way I see it working for companies is not necessarily, you know, we have one audience and every single person in the company should be able to listen to every single podcast episode at any given time and get the same amount of value out of it. I don't see that being the structure for an internal podcast. What I think is going to happen is you're going to have different categories, and we'll talk about that when we get into the different content types, but you're probably going to end up with almost playlists. So here are the episodes that you should listen to when you just started. Here are the episodes that you should listen to if you want to be better at decision making. Here are the episodes that you should listen to if you want to get to know the executive leadership team. I think there are will be great, great use in recording different types of content and make it really easy for employees to find the right episode for them based on what they need in that moment, based on where they are 
in their journey as an employee with the company. So hopefully you can keep that in mind as we're sort of talking about these content sections. I don't see these recommendations as a like, this is the first episode you need to record and this is the second. I see this more as here are five different areas that could be really beneficial to your team if you were to capture them in an audio podcast format. All right, so let's dive into what those areas are. Now, the first area is onboarding. And this is one of the places that I think there is just a huge opportunity for companies to utilize an internal podcast in a very evergreen manner. And, you know, we talked about in the last podcast episode, sort of that founding story. So hearing why a company was built from the founder themselves is just powerful. There's no other way around it. You have to be passionate about something in order to start a business around it. And so capturing the founder's story is honestly, if you're not sure where else to start, that's where I would start. That is a amazing first episode to your internal podcast is how did we start? Why did we start? And potentially wandering into some of the changes, some of the eras that the company has been through, depending on kind of what stage you guys are in. So if nothing else, that is your starting point. Talk to the founder, the founders, capture that story. That will forever be something you will send people to over and over and over again, I have no doubt. So step number one, that said, there is so much more to onboarding, obviously, than just the founding story. So things that I think about if I were starting an internal podcast for a company, you know, I certainly would want to really get our vision laid out in a podcast episode and If you have missed the episodes on vision and the way that I understand it, thanks to Lois Weinblatt, highly recommend going back to episodes three and four of the podcast and listening to what a powerful vision statement can be for your company. Because if you have one, a podcast would be the perfect place for a first introduction to that vision. Also, company values. One of the ways that you really bring your values to life is through storytelling. So instead of just saying, we value respect. Okay, what does that look like? What are examples of employees living that value in your organization? Because if you can ground your values in real life examples and help bring them to life through stories, it's going to make it so much easier for new team members to really understand what those look like in play. And that is the perfect, perfect thing to capture via a podcast episode. Of course, there are so many other things. I'm thinking about company strategy. Do you have really clear OKRs for the year? Why are those the OKRs? Let's tell the story. Let's paint the picture for someone who's new to the team as to why we're focusing where we're focusing today. Because there's a reason. Let's be honest, something happened or something isn't happening that has sparked you to create the goals or the vision or the strategy that you have for the organization. And instead of just giving them bulleted lists of what the goals are, let's give them some context. Let's make it easy for them to be bought in. And then, of course, there's always a ton of things that get repeated time after time, you know, 
Let's talk about how meetings are structured here. Let's talk about vacation time, how specific teams structure their project management. I mean, there are so many sort of introductory things that feel just tactically understood by people who've been there a while. And we forget that it's not just common sense to someone who is just beginning, especially someone who is sitting in their home or in a co-working space and not next to a bunch of team members where they can really pick up on the different nuances. So utilizing some podcast episodes to talk about the way you work, the way things get done within the company is an incredible way to sort of allow virtual shadowing, if you will, for anybody who is new on the team. And then, of course, there is the opportunity to introduce new team members to key employees. This one to me is so crucial and interesting, and there's so much you could do with it because if you've ever experienced what it's like to sit down and have a cup of coffee with someone who has been on the team for a while when you're a brand new team member, you know, the stories they share, the comfort that can be found in sort of getting to know a team member can be replicated in some ways through a podcast episode. I'm not saying it's a replacement. What I'm saying is that oftentimes these don't happen to the extent that we wish they could. And that's just because people are busy and it's hard for people who are deep within the work, within the goals, within the strategy to make time and prioritize, you know, conversations with new team members. In a perfect world, would we all take a ton of time and sit down and have coffees and really build relationships with all new team members? Yes, but it's not realistic, let's be honest. And so capturing conversations and making team members feel like they at least understand and and have some familiarity with key team members, leadership team members, members of different parts of the organization would be a huge win. Okay, so onboarding. Onboarding is one area that I think there is endless possibilities when it comes to internal podcasting. And hopefully those examples gave you somewhere to start when you're thinking about what types of things you would want to record and and capture. So next up in content categories is team updates. So I was a huge advocate of company all-hands meetings when I was director of people. And to me, they were really a grounding. It was a chance for us to come together and share the topics, share the stories, share the information that was most important. Now, more often than not, I didn't get to fit all the updates into the meeting that I would have liked. And that's just because, you know, time and planning and all the things. So I often wished there was a way that I could give team members like a five-minute spotlight where they could give an update on what was happening for them in their part of the company. And I think that internal podcasting would be the perfect place to do this. So imagine if once a month, someone as representative from each team got to give a three to five minute update on sort of what's going on in their part of the company. I think it would be an incredibly powerful way to 
keep people updated, not only on the like high level sort of full company updates and movements, but also the things that are happening across teams. Ultimately, not only does it give people more context and more information about what the rest of the company is doing, but it could spur opportunities for collaboration. It gives potential opportunities for empathy. If a team is really going through something, maybe you do things or handle things a little bit differently when you're talking to members of that team because you know what they're going through at the moment. But ultimately, it is just a chance to ground people in the pulse, the beat of what's going on, especially when we are in hybrid and remote work teams. It just is a way to keep everybody on the same path in terms of what everyone knows, how everyone's doing. I would also say that it's probably one of the best ways I can think of to help break down silos. Because when there's transparency about what's going on between teams that is very consistent and easy to access, it makes it harder for people to sort of be building in a black box. And that is what ultimately leads to some of these, you know, siloed behaviors that we'll see sometimes as companies are growing. And last but not least, it is the perfect chance for teams to celebrate wins and for them to spotlight wins for other people in the company. There is such power in employee recognition. We all know this. And why not give people a spotlight once a month to say, hey, here's where we really just hit things out of the park this month. What a great way for people to get to celebrate what they're doing. So all of those things, I think, could be encompassed in team updates. And you could do them a variety of ways. You could do short five-minute episodes. That's just one team. You could have a monthly episode that is five minutes for each team. It's really up to you to get creative with what works for your company. But I think understanding the power of a team update and being able to utilize it in a podcasting format will give you plenty to work with as you start to kind of roll this out with your team. All right, so that brings us to number three. Learning and development is a prime piece of content real estate for anyone who is thinking about starting an internal podcast. Now, I am a little biased in this area (laughs) because I built my management training program to be audio forward, meaning that all of the lessons that are consumed individually are all audio so that people can step away from their computers and their screens when they're listening. That was super important to me. And it's been incredibly well-received, not only by sort of the HR leads and the learning and development teams that I'm talking to who are considering buying the program, but also the team members who end up consuming the content. I hear over and over again that they love the fact that they don't have to be in front of a computer to get the latest weekly lesson. And I say this because I think that the audio format is just ripe for any company who is thinking about learning and development goals and what it is they want their team to be sort of leveling up in because it's accessible, it's evergreen, and it gives people a way to connect with content in their own way and their own preference. And there is power to that. So, 
There are a million things that you could do from a learning and development perspective. I definitely love the idea of sort of this themed playlist that I was talking about earlier. So maybe there's a certain skill or a behavior or a mindset that you really want your team to level up in. You can create maybe a playlist of three or four shorter episodes that sort of speak to that skill and sort of give practical ways that they can start thinking about it and applying it in your culture. And then that lives on. So maybe you have your current team going through it, but you also can revisit it in six months or when you bring new team members in. It's something that's there to go back to versus a one-off training session that's live or something that's led by someone external to your company. I don't think this replaces those things. I think this is either A, a supplement So you're asking for permission to record things that maybe you wouldn't have thought to record before. And there's some content that is just perfect for being audio first and that you can create in-house and use as a way to advance your team whenever they need it in the way that makes sense for them. Being a great manager is hard, like really hard. I used to preach that it was every company's duty to provide management training for their entire team. But then I became a director of people and culture for a SaaS startup and realized just what kind of barriers were in the way. Design the training in-house? I could never find the time. Hire a third party to come and teach it? Sure, but then I'd need to re-engage them every time a new manager joined, and I just didn't have the budget for that kind of long-term engagement. In my head, I envisioned the startup version of management training, a self-led reusable program that consisted of audio lessons, thoughtful exercises, helpful templates, and an internal facilitation plan for cohort-style learning. So I built it. And it quickly became apparent that I wasn't the only person looking for a more cost-effective, scalable solution. If you also fall into that camp and want to learn more, you can visit wanttoworkthere.com backslash management training. That's wanttoworkthere.com backslash management training. All right, let's get back to the show. All right, so that brings me to number four, which... I have to be honest, is a little bit of an offshoot from number one because we talked about the power of being able to meet team members when we touched on onboarding content. But I just think this is a category that needs its own call out because it is such an incredible way to build relationship, to build community with team members. And I would be remiss if I didn't sort of drive that point home. So Number four is utilizing the internal podcast to help team members meet other team members. Now, I love how much potential there is here. There is an opportunity to do very unique interviews with different team members. There is the chance. These are the kind of interviews that deep dive into who they are as humans, why they join the company maybe some of the lessons they've learned since joining the company, things they wish they would have known when they just started. 
Think about all those nuggets that sort of exist when you give someone time to step back and sit and reflect. How amazing would it be to capture those in an audio format that anyone can listen to? I just love it. I also think that there is a ton of opportunity here to use different team members as teachers. So you'll hear sometimes of companies doing sort of lunch and learns that are led by internal team members. Well, this is an opportunity for a team member to let their skills shine in a format that can be utilized over and over and over again into the future. So there's also this chance to sort of leverage that skill while still using it as an opportunity to really bring some relatability to a team member. I touched on this in the former episode a little bit, but there are so many questions being asked right now about team connection, relationship building within organizations, especially those who are navigating either remote or hybrid situations and have traditionally sort of leaned on relationship building by proxy. And what I mean by that is relationship building because you sit next to the person who you're working with or you sit three seats down from someone who's on another team and you are able to sort of build a relationship with them because you're in the office. When you have to think about how that happens outside of bumping into each other in the halls, I think a lot of companies are struggling. And, you know, I have found that additional happy hours, especially virtual happy hours, can be more awkward than anything else. (laughs) It's not to say that you can't do them successfully, but I think it just puts some of that forced pressure on people to like show up and quote unquote network while also feeling laid back and relaxed. And also, oh, by the way, you really want to be making dinner for your family. So I said it in the other episode. I really think that giving people ways to learn about their teammates, even if it's not a two-way conversation, even if it's an interview or them teaching something, really gives people the chance to get to know their teammates without it being in a forced setting revolving around some sort of after-hours activity. So that's why I cannot stress enough how cool it will be for you to use an internal podcast to spotlight different members of the team and how impactful I really think this can be for relationship building and, and just understanding across teammates. Okay, so last but not least is a category that some of you may feel like shouldn't be a category (laughs) because isn't all of this this category, but it's storytelling. And I think it's an important thing to call out because when we think about business updates and what information team members need to know, we sometimes can have a tendency to keep things on the drier side, whether that's just feeding with the facts or, you know, we're trying to keep things short so we just give really brief overviews of what's happening. I have found that adding story to any type of message or communication you are trying to get across is one of the best ways to not only keep people engaged, but 
to help them absorb the information that you're sharing. I'm thinking of one person in particular that I know I need to have on the show now because I'm like trying to articulate why storytelling matters. And I feel like it's something I know at my core, but I don't know that I can articulate it well. So we'll work on getting my friend Nathan on the show, who is just a expert, expert storyteller. But in the meantime, as you are thinking about what the content should be for your podcast, I think really hearkening back to stories of things that have happened within the organization is a great place to start. Make a brainstorm list. Go ask team members, what's your favorite memory of working here? What are you most proud of? What advice do you have for a new team member? All of those questions are going to bring out stories that you probably haven't heard and definitely that the full team hasn't heard. And I think what you'll find really, really quickly is that there is power and joy and triumph in these stories that are being shared and meaning. I think most of all, at the end of the day, meaning. So one of the things that I was doing for a while, this is many years ago, but I was doing company profiles and talking about what made that company a great place to work and for who. And so I would spend a pretty substantial amount of time up front interviewing about 20 team members that worked at the company. And from that, I would pull out a ton of different stories and would create a narrative that helped sort of shine a light on who this company was in terms of what they believed, in terms of how they showed up, in terms of what mattered. And I cannot tell you the number of random employees, people I was not connected to at the company, but would find the article, you know, either because their employer sent it out or they, I don't know, they stumbled across it, but they would find the article and they would reach out. They would go out of their way to find my email address and reach out and say, I learned things from reading this article that absolutely blew my mind and I've worked here five years. Or I just started here six months ago and reading this article was more informative in some ways than any of the onboarding I received. I say this not to toot my own horn. I say this because what made those articles powerful was the stories. It was real direct quotes from people on their team talking about things that had either happened to them or that they believed or that they learned. And all of those stories really brought the company to life in a way that hadn't happened through some of the more traditional ways of onboarding people or keeping people connected, you know, via a newsletter or an all hands or yada, yada, yada. So do not underestimate the power of story. You may not know what story it is you're looking for, but put on your investigator hat, come up with a great list of questions, go record conversations with people and utilize them when they make sense. So maybe you have a bank of stories that you can pull from when a certain topic comes up or, you know, you're trying to tell a particular story. I don't know. Whatever it is, you're going to have this bank of stories. It's going to be a benefit to you. It's going to be a benefit to your team. And honestly, I can tell you there is no better way to connect with employees emotionally than through storytelling. All right. I feel like I just got 
real passionate there towards the end (laughs) about the types of things I think you guys could benefit from with an internal podcast. But let's do a quick recap of sort of the five different ways I think you could utilize an internal podcast at your company. So number one, onboarding. Basically, you're going to allow employees to shadow the organization through curated storytelling. This is going to make it easy for them to understand how things work, and they are going to be able to adapt and embrace the culture so much more quickly. Number two, team updates. By creating a cadence of team updates, you're going to start reducing silos, and you're just going to increase the overall empathy between team members while also making sure that everybody stays on the same page and up to date about what's going on across the organization. Number three, learning and development. This is your chance to really put asynchronous learning to work. You can do this by creating playlists. You can create programs that help kind of level up your employee skills, behaviors, mindsets. And these are things that will live on in perpetuity So anytime you need them, they are there. Number four, meet the team. By doing profiles of fellow employees, you are going to help build relationships across the organization. The amount of value that comes from helping employees see their fellow team members as full people should absolutely not be underestimated. It's incredibly powerful. And then number five, storytelling. There is no better change agent than storytelling when it comes to building intentional culture. Podcasting makes it accessible for distributed teams to hear the stories, share the experiences, understand the viewpoints of their team members through the stories that they have to tell. And an internal podcast is going to help you capture those and keep them so that not only do you have sort of a great reflective mirror on where you've been, but also a way to continue ensuring lessons learned and struggles overcame, have a place to live on and to teach future employees. I cannot think of anything more impactful. All right. So between the last episode and this episode, I really hope that you guys see what an impact an internal podcast could have in your organization. I think there are a lot of different ways to sort of tackle getting one started. And I'd be curious to hear if there is an interest in me sort of doing a deeper dive around what that could look like. You know, maybe who are some of the content providers that could help you get up and running? What is the equipment you should be buying? I mean, I'm going to think about this a little bit more, but I really think there's probably value in understanding some of these pieces if you are really going to get on the train. So let me know. Shoot me a message, jill at wanttoworkthere.com or find me on Instagram. Let me know if this is something that you're considering putting into place for your team. Not only will I be curious to hear sort of what things feel like roadblocks to making that happen, but I'm also just excited to know a little bit more about what stories you guys are going to be telling first. All right. Have a wonderful rest of your day. And I look forward to connecting back here soon. This show was brought to you by wanttoworkthere.com and the incredible team at Podcasting for Creatives. No individual or company acting alone can change our societal beliefs about work, but together we can create a new normal. If you like this episode, 
please consider passing it on to one or two people who share your passion for creating a better world of work. And until next time, please know I see you, I believe in you, and keep going. The work you're doing really matters.